people are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. Are your insurance premiums going up or is your insurance company dropping you? Give The Works Insurance a call today and tell them Ashmon sent you. The Works Insurance offers insurance coverage to protect everything that's important to you. Whether it's your home, your car, your kids, or your toys, The Works Insurance can tailor coverage that works great for you. Give them a call at 910-550-0209 or visit them online at theworksinsurance.com. Asked before if they're like, you know, like some people come in here, and they're like, "Can we talk for like twenty? I'm so nervous." And yeah. people are like, "I got this thing." Yeah, no worries. All right. <clears throat> okay. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Bright Minds with Ash Mon. I have got Blair Wheeler hanging out with me today. Hey, boy. Hey. Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited. Um, I have a funny story to tell you really quick. So when we were texting about doing this, I was on my way to my friend's 40th birthday dinner. Okay. And I'd like, we'd just locked down a date and I, my friend's a pretty avid golfer. And so we can get there and I'm like, hey, uh, so have you ever heard of this guy Blair Wheeler? And he's like, no, I haven't. Like, should I? I'm like, yeah, he was like a PGA golfer. And wow. <laughs> I started a great rumor about you. I didn't <laughs> know it wasn't true until <laughs> like two seconds ago, which was this past weekend when I told Kevin the story. He's like, he was not a PGA golfer at all. <laughs> at least golfer. if I'm starting a rumor, I am um, starting a fun, like great you're, rumor, you know? Yeah, you're, you're pumping me up. I could have said you were like a porn star or something, you know? <laughs> there was one. So I'm not going to say where you live, but where you live, down from our friend oh my gosh there was an only fan star that was crushing it like the number two or three only fan star in the world Tell and i only more. know that because i met the person who bought her house and, no yeah i don't even know if i know exactly what an only fans account is 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 it like you're doing like a, like a like a like a video situation what is this so only fans reached out to me <laughs> I love her so far off to ask. This we're, is amazing. Let's off. go. Let's go. Yeah, we're straight into it. And I will preface this to say I create golf content <laughs> and I do not do anything that is scandalous. <laughs> so uh, OnlyFans reached out to me to make golf content for their platform. And initially it was going to be like a subscription service for influencers. Okay. And it is that, but it's a subscription ter- subscription service for like do you have to be stars. like golfing naked? What you got to do? Apparently. <laughs> like there's some golfers that I know, girls that do it, and they make Stop. a couple hundred grand a month. So it's wild. Do but, you think you have a price tag on that? Like my brain mm, just turned for a minute. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right. I'm making myself laugh. Yeah, I guess I just, uh, you know, maybe I should figure out what it's all about one day, but maybe. I won't judge it till I not, find out. Not today. Somebody in this neighborhood, who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Thanks for not blowing up my spot. Yeah, there. It's the house with the... Um, uh, solar panels on it. Stop. I'm, this is like great tea and I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody to listen because I think half my listeners come from this neighborhood. So <laughs> that's what I was told. I met the people at a, at a garage party to watch football. He's like, yeah, I just bought a house. The only thing I started lives there. And I was like, what? No way. Tell me more. I also, so is this person of like notoriety now? Like people recognize them because they're. In- I think so. She had to move. Like she moved to like Texas or somewhere. Wow. The things you think you know. Mm-hmm. You don't know anybody living next to you, do you? No. Don't know what they're doing behind those doors. <laughs> I 
love that we just got here. That's amazing. Okay. So um, I have a lot of things I want to ask you, but I really don't know you at all. And I tried to like stalk you online, but all I can find is like your golf stuff. So mm -hmm. you're gonna have to give me a little backstory, like a cliff nose virgin, like where yeah. you're from, uh, where you went to school, how you ended up in Wilmington. Also, mm -hmm. do I sound okay? I feel like quiet on my end. No, you're so fine. Okay. All right, let's go. So I'm from Myrtle Beach, grew up there. Um, do you feel embarrassed when you're like, I'm from Myrtle Beach? Cause you wait my for people's wife reaction. <laughs> so, and she thinks, I love Myrtle Beach, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do too. My wife thinks she's uh, a lot better than me. She's from Virginia <laughs> beach. I'm like, you're literally from a bigger version of Myrtle beach, but Fair. anyways, I'm from Myrtle beach. My wife says I'm from South Carolina. Um, hoping people assume I'm from Charleston. <laughs> and, uh, I grew up playing golf, surfing, playing every sport under the sun. And I surfed professionally through high school and college and went to coastal Carolina, also in Myrtle beach. Um, and got a job with one of my sponsors. All right. So you went yeah. to Coastal Carolina, grew so, up surfing. Yeah. So grew up surfing, playing golf, playing, doing all the sports. Went to Coastal. And then after Coastal, I got a job with the surf brand Hurley. They were owned by Nike. So wow. I, yeah. So I ran ultimately. I, wait, I feel like we just jumped through a lot. So yeah. can you, you can get a sponsor. No shade. Cause I feel like the waves are same here, but by surfing in Myrtle beach, like yeah, the waves are big enough to yeah. pick up a sponsor. Well, there's actually a friend of mine, Mason Barnes from Wrightsville beach from Wilmington. He is going to be on, I think he's going to be on the next season of the HBO documentary, 100 Foot Wave. No way. Yeah. So there's like an HBO Max, right? Yeah. The Max series. Yeah. Let's get it right. Um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> They'll change um, their name by the time this comes out. Yeah. They change it weekly. But so there's a series about people that are big wave surfing, chasing the biggest waves in the world. And he's from Wrightsville Beach. I know his family really well. I've known Mason a long time. He's going to be on the next season of... That is foot so wave. cool. And he goes to Portugal, goes to Hawaii, yeah. goes all these places surfing. So yes, you can be sponsored. He's sponsored by uh, Breitling, the watch company, and and Loewe, like no the high-end fashion brands. So but are you just like out there doing your thing on the beach and they approach you? Are you in these um, contests? Like how do you get a sponsor? Yeah. So in surfing, it was um, you surf contests, you get notor notor notoriety, you get photos in magazines, that Were sort you of thing. traveling to do this? I was traveling a bunch. Um, I went to Puerto Rico a lot, Hawaii, Central America, did all the traveling for surfing and then got my job at Hurley. Ended up, I ran event marketing initially. So I ran our world tour event. So surfing. It sounds like a super fun job. It was mind, awesome. Especially as like a young lad. Yeah. I was 23 and moved yes. to California from uh, Myrtle Beach. And loving I, this journey for you. I joke with people <laughs> and I'm like, I ruined myself for the rest of my life because out of college, I had my dream job. Yeah, what are you going to go sit in a cubicle after that? Yeah. I lived on a tour bus for six months. I ran surf oh, contests all over the country, awesome. all over the world. Um, and then, uh, managed our athletes. I did a lot of wow. stuff between the ages of 23 to 26. I'm sitting here wondering how old you are right now. Can we just blow up your 33. I turned 34 in okay. November. Um, so I did that between 23 and like 27. I moved back here when I was 27 ish or 28. Um, so that was my career until then surfing, traveling, awesome. doing all the stuff. And, uh, at that time, social media wasn't really a thing. It was sure. Facebook was around, Twitter was around, Instagram had just launched. Uh, we were dedicating a lot of our time and energy at Hurley and Nike to building a social media platform and exploring that world and developing just things on social media, yeah. right? And how to market in this new digital age. And one of my last projects was developing a digital surf club for people all around the world. They could join and they could get coaching from world tour level coaches like how you can get like a fitness app but you're like mm -hmm. this is so cool yeah so nike nike owned hurley i didn't know if you know that i did not 
they sold it recently, but they owned Hurley at the time. And this was 2016, 15. Okay. And they came to Hurley, all their offshoot brands, Nike running, Hurley, Converse, Jordan brand, all that. And they said, we want you to develop a digital community to activate your consumers with Nike running. That's where the Nike running app came from. Did you know anything about technology at this point in time? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was on social media. We were, we were, I feel like you're just enough younger than me. That's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I had, I had Facebook and Instagram and Twitter all through college. Okay. Right. But okay. we were like the generation where we were just like posting, we weren't posting selfies because we were kind of self-conscious about it, but we were posting things and doing Snapchat and all that stuff. Sure. So, um, they, Nike came to Hurley and they're like, we want you to create this digital community. So I had this idea cause I didn't want to be on a tour bus again that summer to, create a digital surf club where you got coaching and we was like, we can reach a hundred thousand people. If we do this, uh, six month activation and cost $2 million <laughs> or we can go and spend half that and do this digital surf club and nobody has to leave and live on the tour bus for six months. Um, so we did that and that was kind of where the light bulb went off for me that I can probably make some money on social media. And I had a little bit of a social media following at that time. For those of y'all that don't know, I'm an influencer for lack of a better <laughs> yeah, word. I can't wait to dive into that. Uh, I wasn't sure how it was stuff. gonna like transition, but you're just like yeah. doing it for me. This is great. I've been on the podcast <laughs> before. Uh, so I was and I am an influencer for the lack of a better word. And at that time I was in the process of moving to Wilmington. My wife or my then fiance had already moved here. Well, she where did she come into the picture when you're living this like crazy life? We met in California. Okay. Uh, we met on LinkedIn. Oh, wow. I, I like, like it took me a second to process that. Yeah, okay. So I got nerds. No, yeah, for <laughs> so real. Cute. I got passed up for a, um, a promotion. They kept telling me Hurley was, you're going to get a promotion. You're going to get a promotion. You're going to get this new title. Yada, yada. Gave me the title. Didn't give me the pay raise. Oh, so I was like, screw shocking. you guys. Yeah. I'm going to get a new job. So I went to LinkedIn and connected with everybody I could find. She had a lot of mutual friends, mutual connections. And we started texting where he's like her picture's cute she's yeah. cute i was like she's oh cute. i love this and then like <laughs> four months later we went on a date and now we're married and have two kids oh my gosh a dog and live in wilmington so um all suburban now look at you yeah. <laughs> uh so i saw an opportunity that i could create content on social media okay. and we were moving here we're transitioning back i had always played golf and started to play more golf when we got engaged because her father my father-in-law her dad is really good and I was like, I can't let this guy beat me yeah. because I'm marrying his daughter. Sure. So just started playing a lot of golf and documenting it. And throughout this journey from 2017 to now, I've kind of refined the messaging, refined the videos I'm making. Um, been Dude, I dug deep, man. Deals. I went back to your like old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Find anything good? It, it's kind of cool to watch the progression though. Mm -hmm. And to see how many people liked your pictures back then to like now. Like, yeah. You got a following. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, so it's grown like when I started, I had like I don't know 10,000 followers or something. Okay, I have so many questions. Keep going, yeah. So, I st when I started posting, how on did social you already media, have 10,000 followers? I was 23 and worked at Hurley and was traveling the world with professional surfers, so and models. Like, dang, all right, so you're just like a good looking young dude, just that's just what happened, yeah. Like, every summer, <laughs> so I keep saying I was traveling on a bus, every summer we ran this event series called the Hurley uh, Rip My Shred Stick Tour. Okay. Terrible name. They, we would get on a bus in May in Costa Mesa, California and drive to uh, the coastline of Texas. Holy shit. And then we would do surf events every day 
throughout the Gulf Coast, down to Miami, and then up to Maine. We went over to Chicago, and then we would drive across country to Portland and do one at the Hurl- at the Nike campus. And then we would drive down the coast of the West Coast back to Coast of Are Mesa, you like California. drinking and hanging and just yeah. living your best life? The first year, I was, what did I say? I was 23. Just graduated college. What a time to be alive. I weighed 165 pounds. Okay. Right? Just skinny, surfer, long hair. Um, when I got back, I'm I so weighed excited. 195. <laughs> I gained 30 pounds that summer. I had to keep buying. There's no freshman 15. It's the freshman 30. Like, yeah. this is amazing. I had to keep buying new board shorts every like month or two because I kept Dang. getting too big. I mean. And I had a like a Hurley like credit card or whatever. So yeah. I just go to the surf shop and buy more Hurley board shorts. This is so fun. Where's there a point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Well, like every day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Cause we would, so we Every would single day of my life. We would run an event, right. And we'd get yeah. up at six and we'd set up the surf event at the beach and we would have a hundred kids come out. This is so cool. And I would teach a hundred kids how to surf. And then we would eat pizza and we would go back to the surf shop and show pictures to all the kids and hope they buy Hurley stuff while we're there. Which then, they totally did. Cause their pro- parents picked them up and yeah. got them something. And we we're like, Hey, we'll give you 15% off oh. if you buy Hurley today. Yeah. And we'll give you a t-shirt. So they would buy Hurley while we were there. We'd eat more pizza. And then that night we would take the surf shop. Go out, get home, eat more pizza. <laughs> yeah. Sweetwater is a good example. We worked with them. We would run the place. We yeah. would run the surf event in front of Sweetwater at C Street. We would go back to the freaking uh store, eat pizza, and then we would take the bourgeois out to dinner somewhere and have a big dinner with beer and wine and steaks every night. Dear Jesus. And we would be out till <laughs> one o'clock and then we'd have to go get on the bus and the next day do it again in the outer banks. I love it. So it is, it's so funny. I'm like in my head, it's like, that sounds so fun. It also sounds terrible to me now. Like yeah. I would just die. Like a long weekend is like too much for me these days. Yeah, you it know, was, it was wild. No joke. All right. So you kind of like already set the stage for me. And I was going to say like two things, cause I have a ton of questions about this influencer life. And, um, one, if you don't want to answer it, just tell me you don't want to answer it. And two, Kevin Kermarine told me that you would answer anything. So if you hate the question, just we'll blame him. Okay. Like, so my first question I was going to ask was like, how do you, it's, to me, it's like a chicken or the egg. Like what came first? Like, how do you get followers without having the products, but you can't rep the products without having followers, but you are starting off with 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. So you already had like, dude, I think I have like 300 followers. Yeah. Dang. I, had a, like, <laughs> I, I say it's a small following, right? And it was 10,000. Okay. And then I grew it a little bit. I posted something I shouldn't have and I lost like half. Ooh. So I got up to 20 and then I posted something about uh, a president winning and then I lost 10. Holy moly. Yeah. Do you do you look at that? Like, does that affect you? No. Okay. Like, did it? I always wonder, like, time, do you have hate? Like when someone's like, you dumbass, like and unfollow you. Like, are you like, oh. At the time I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I don't care. Okay. Because there, I don't know, there's just so much growth potential that it it, it just quantifies. And sure. if you're true to yourself and talk about things you like, obviously you don't talk about politics or religion or any like Well, it's a scary topics. time. Like, I mean, I feel like I, yeah. Yeah, you don't be getting canceled. I have to, well, I did last year sort of because I was oh going to the live events, the live golf yeah. events. So yeah, I'm sure if fo- your followers or listeners are in the neighborhood, they are probably golfers and they have seen the PGA Tour versus the Live controversy. I felt like when the whole, when this, now they're back together again, news came out, like it was like earth shattering. Yeah. I don't even golf, but like yeah. I grew up watching golf and, and it is a huge Does deal. Does your husband golf? Uh, eh. Kind of. Yeah. 
like he would like to. He's kind of busy. He's casually golfing. He's casually golfs. Yeah. Nice. But you know what? I feel like he's a dude and he can go out there and I'm like, dear God, you've only done this twice a year and it looks pretty good. Yeah, you know? He's fine. I mean, you probably beat him, but <laughs> <Let's hope. laughs> I, like, I hope so. <laughs> I play too much. I hope I do. Um, so I was going to live events and this year, like there's been this huge push. Trump has aligned himself with live. They're playing live events at Trump courses where like the PGA tour has pulled all their tournaments from his courses. I don't yeah. know any, this is like a foreign world. Yeah. So he, um, one of his courses, P, uh, Trump Bedminster got the PGA championship awarded to it, right? okay. which is one of the four majors. And after January 6th, they pulled all the tournaments from his courses is, and the PGA championship wow. and the open, the British champion, the British open from, um, Trump Turnberry in Scotland, which had previously been one of their like seven courses that they play at. So he has aligned himself with live Trump has, and therefore if you go to those events, that means you, you're a hardcore Republican Trump supporter and people hate you. Apparently yes. oh, this is the jump we're making. This is okay. the jump you're making. Right. And you're working with Saudi Arabia because the Saudis and the public investment fund is funding live which is now part of the PJ tour. So wow. it's just like crazy thing. So last year when I started going to live events, I got the wildest hate messages. I went to the first like one. People sliding your DMS with like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, the first tournament I went to the live media people pulled me aside because I went with the, the live tour. Right. And they put me in a room with me and Phil Mickelson got there at the same time. And they were like, Hey, just so you know, there are protesters outside. If they say anything to you, ignore them. Also, you're probably going to get death threats online. You're going to want to ignore those too. No. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I'm like, I think I've got some thick skin, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm never cool enough for a death I threat. Had, I had probably a dozen or more. Does that mess with you? No. Like having a wife and kids, or you're like, eh. Um, I just, again, with I the would, internet, it's like, I feel like someone could find you if they want I to. I did consult with a friend of mine who's a, a former marine special forces guy okay. about just uh because i was i was thinking about going to saudi arabia for one of the tournaments and i just talk, had a coffee with him and talked about like uh situational awareness and sure. what you should be looking for and just things in general just to that make myself more itself. aware yeah and so the one thing he said that he was like hey you should never post on social media when you're not home because people could know that you're not home and i was like bro it's kind of my job to post but like when i go to a Are tournament you bad at an influencer if you post when you get back kind not necessarily it. but sometimes you're under like uh time limitations like if i went to this week is the Wyndham championship in greensboro right if i went to that tournament they would expect me to post that, well, at yeah. that tournament right and so it's just this weird thing where you kind of have to but you don't want to sure so that's where i get a little hesitant at times like i shouldn't say that i'm not there for five days so I never say how long the way I just also, post this about seems like, like a wild there. jump. Like people have nothing like they're going to come for you. Like this golf influencer <laughs> living in Wilmington that like, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah. Okay. Let me back this back. Get back back this notes. back. Was that a thing? Back it up. <laughs> okay. So you already have these followers. Mm -hmm. Who was your very, like you start making videos. Did you already have somebody in the golf world that was like, I'll give you this like club, go, go hit no. it around. Like how, how, what's your first thing you do to like so make money online? I initially it was photos. And if you remember Instagram at the time yeah. in 2014 and 15 and 16 and 17, it's a little fuzzy, man. That was a while yeah, ago. It was, <laughs> it was a couple kids ago, right? Yeah. Uh, for me it was. So at the time it was photo driven and you need to post photos and then video didn't come around until like 2019, 2018. Okay. So, previous to me just doing videos 
primarily on social media. I was taking photos. I had a camera. Like I, from a marketing standpoint, putting my marketing glasses on, I saw an opportunity for me to go out there and tell a story about me trying to get better at golf, which I was trying to do anyways. And I was playing a lot of golf. I feel like surfing and golf are like the, like the most polar opposite. <laughs> They're really <laughs> not. There's, there's okay. so many surfers that play golf at a very high level. Awesome. And if you think about it, you're a, it's a single, a solitary sport. So sure. Not a team just situation. One-on-one, -on -one, not a team situation. You are competing against yourself more often than not. You're doing it as a leisure activity and a competition and takes a long time. Both things you're making a lot of sense right now, Blake. Yeah. And <laughs> you're competing against the elements more than anything else because in surfing, yeah you're trying to read the ocean, read the waves and react to what the wave is doing to you or to your board or giving you as an opportunity. And golf, same thing. You walk up to a golf shot and you say, okay, well, I have 150 yards into this pin, but it's uphill playing 15 yards, winds in my face, kind of swirling. The grass is a little thicker, the air yeah. is thicker. So you're going through all these things. It's, it's very similar. Just your, the body movements are different. I feel like my mind's exploding right now. It's so true. Yeah. All right. Okay. So it wasn't that wild, but the, so <laughs> you're taking pictures. It's yeah. 2000, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I started taking pictures. I started posting and tagging brands. Oh, the hashtags were like the, hashtags the jam. Were a big deal. <laughs> right. And then it just started growing and brands started to approach me because they would see me tag them and say, Hey, we'll give you this product. TaylorMade gave me a couple, like, I think they gave me a driver and a three wood. And so just from tagging people, they came for you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So tagging people, they would, they would reach out. Hey, can we repost this? Can we make content for this? And then I would go and say, that would be great. I would love to, I would respond to their text or DMs or emails or whatever. And I would say, Hey, I would love to work with you guys. Here's some content for free to use it. And it was like, I'm giving content away Yeah. for them. Cause to I'm use. still confused. I mean, maybe you got a driver, but it's like, how do you make money? I wouldn't make money. Yeah. Like for the first three years. Were you, what'd you do? I mean, I had a job. Okay. So this whole time I was working at when I left Hurley, I came here, I was working for a digital marketing agency. Okay. So I was like working a full-time job and then just gotcha. playing golf on the weekends. Right. Right. Um, and even now, like I still have, I have two full-time jobs essentially. And then I do my social media on the side and have a consulting business. I work for, uh, is your consulting stuff agency. still like social media, yeah, like social marketing media based. Okay. Um, one, I, consult with a brand called pliability. Um, it's a mobility service. Okay. Um, so I do that. That's part of my job. Social media is a major part now because it's I've, when you have to have all be flexible because you're traveling a ton. Yeah. I travel. Maybe. I haven't traveled a lot this year just because I, I, my kids are older and I was like, all right, you need to take, be around take a, a little bit. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex, my wife uh, works at Thermo Fisher. So she's like, has a crazy job too. Yeah. So we're trying to like balance all that stuff. But at that time I wasn't traveling. I was just playing golf on the weekends with my buddies. I would take my camera out. I love it. I would set it up, take a picture. Um, I had an eye for photography from working at a brand for years Sure. and managing photo shoots and doing all that stuff. So for the first like three years, you don't make any money. I didn't make any money. Okay. And I was fostered these relationships, fostered like went to a couple trade shows, the PGA show with my real job, but then was like hustling myself. Yeah. Like, hey, if you need an influencer, <laughs> holler at me. Right. And then, um, in 2019, I made a little money. I think I probably made like $6,000 or something that year. Is this from people, but like you saying buy this golf club and people buy the golf club? 
not necessarily sales related. It was okay. like, it's like a brand marketing thing. Like and I'm it, always confused. Like I've, I buy so much stuff from influencers. Like mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed, but like, okay, like Loverly Gray, Styling by Island. I'm like, am I, the amount of buy from them, am I buying them a cup of coffee or am I buying them like a car? Like, I wonder what they get, depends. you know, like <laughs> it depends. Um, if you buy th- it, it in influencer marketing is wild because you could buy through a link that an influencer right, says that, or in, like their Amazon. Like I go front. to their like to know it and yep. then I buy all the things. Yeah. So if they have like a link that's directed to them, they'll get like 15% of that sale. That so seems you're like buying a lot. Them like and these people have like over a million followers. Yeah, and those Isn't people, that wild? Those people, I know what they make that you're buying. They have crazy give me like a lip ballpark it for me if somebody has a million followers yeah they're making two to three million a year stop yeah it does look like a full-time job but not really like the fluffiest best full-time job yeah like it's awesome because they're working for themselves or working they're making their own schedule they're making their own content at that point um they're also have a team around them that they're paying yeah so it's like that make them look so awesome business right wow yeah my so mind is blown. Yeah. I and don't make that. Just <laughs> full, full transparency. I would have if a I nicer had like, house. Yeah. <laughs> we live on time million dollar star sitting in my yeah. kitchen with me hanging out. That's so cool though. So what do you want to do with all this? Like, first of all, I love your videos and your content. Like I do feel like you're good at it. Thank you. Which is a skill in itself. Like it's not that easy. I mean, I really just to put like, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Just to make a reel for me takes like 20 minutes. Like yeah. it's wild. It's tough. But like where, I don't know, is this like if you could give up one of your other jobs and do that full time? I've had this conversation a lot and I've thought about it. I don't think I would ever do it full time or I'd want to Yeah, just because there's the, like, you don't know if Instagram or TikTok or any of these platforms are going to go I swear away that's one of my questions. Yeah. I was like, where, I'm always would be concerned where it's headed. Like yeah. what if this whole. Like if you get shadow banned or you What get, does that mean? Like you uh, do something that violates the guy, the meta guidelines or the TikTok guidelines, and they limit the reach of your profile. So you go from having, like, I do you have I, to do something like wild to do that though? No. Okay. No. It it could be as simple as sending your friend a meme that you think is funny, but Meta's algorithm says is offensive. And then they just take your account away, and they're well, boom. You it would limit your exposure to new people so you would limit your growth it would limit your reach of your post it would limit everything oh my god so gosh. if you do something that they va- they see as damaging okay then you're you're out and they say they sure. don't do that like when Mark Zuckerberg, i feel like i get like i hear these things on yeah, news but i don't really know what i was they, talking about. <laughs> like, they said they don't do that like when zuckerberg was on joe rogan's podcast yeah like, we don't do that and i was like bro you do they it. do do that i've seen it happen to me like you do it. Were you nervous when that stuff was happening? Like, mm. okay, first of all, we talked about the safety stuff, but just like, what if my career ends tomorrow? Like I've based a living off. Yeah. And that's one of your questions that you yeah. were kind of alluding to, like what's your end goal? Yeah. I would love to branch off of social media and have like social media be a part of it. But then you see me on TV with microphone talking about Adam Scott's golf like, shot at the window, right? Like, okay. I would like, love a na- to be, like golf announcing. Yeah. And, I would love to ooh, do that. I could see have, that for you. Have a podcast, maybe. I Who love knows? that journey for you too. Had that. Also, <laughs> if you try Alitu, um, they'll give me like twenty bucks if you use them for your software. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you did try a podcast. Yeah, you were telling me that off air. I had a podcast. It was called the Blair Wheeler Project. We interviewed. Uh, we I interviewed. <laughs> I, I was like, um, wait, <laughs> my <a> team, <laughs> my team, and I. Do you have a team? No, well, no employees. I, I have uh, three agents. Okay. Help, help me handle brand deals now. And Three agents pitching me consistently to 
Sports Illustrated or ESPN or USA Today or whoever. Players, right? that's so cool. Yeah. So that's th- so throughout this journey, getting back to the journey. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm sorry. I, it's, <laughs> we're all over the place. This is the point of my podcast, though. It's like a conversation. Yeah, we're just so throughout this it. journey, I've had to like step back and say, all right, what can I offload here? Yeah. And when it started getting to the point where I could have the conversations with brands about compensation, deliverables, all the things that are like on like behind the scenes sure. when it comes to like the job job side of social media, I could do that, but I don't have time to do that because I'm trying to go out, shoot content, edit content and post it while at the same time having these other jobs and a family. I was like, I need an agent. So I found a great team. They're based out of Nashville okay, and they handle all of my brand stuff for me. So I just go to them and say, Hey, Jess, I need X, Y, and Z. And then there it is. It happens. Do you know Connor Barth? I have met him. I feel like y'all should be buds. He was on my podcast and I feel like he's a similar, you know, just the sports guy and now all his different brandings and the liquor and like, I don't know. He's just a smart guy that made a great use of his success. I mean, he was young too when he was so successful and and he was said something like he did it opposite. You know, when all of us were struggling out of college, he was making all this money, you know, right, Polly. But you have to be smart about it, right? Or Mm -hmm. what else are you going to do? And I was not balling out of college. Well, you're right. Different, different lifestyle. I had a fun job that did not pay anything. Pay you millions of dollars. Yeah. So I did it. I did it how most people would, right? I got an entry level job at a college. I worked my way up. I got a better job, better job, better job, better salary throughout the way. And then transitioned back to the East coast where we could be closer to our families as we started a family. Right. So you have twins, by the way. Yes. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Are they t- boy, girl, boy, 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 what? girl, three years old. Oh my gosh. So fun. Yep. I was always jealous of people that had twins, except I don't know why. Cause the one became a mom and I'm like, Oh my God, if I had two right now, <laughs> yes. I, I get jealous of my friends that have one kid oh. and I'm like, Oh dude, he's so easy. You like, know what though? You'll never know any different where if I had, if you have one and then you had twins, like that my, would be wild. One of my best friends in California, he's a surf coach <laughs> and he had a, um, a little boy, like 2017. And then the week after we found out we were having twins, they found out they were having twins. No way. Boy, girl, like the same situation, except they had a, a two-year-old at the time. Oh. And I'm was like, he just like, holy shit, this is way harder. He, <laughs> I mean, he's like, bro, your head's on a swivel. Like your head's on a swivel regardless because you have kids and you never know what they're going to get into. Sure. But you add like twins to an already yeah. like crazy three-year-old or whatever. Three was tough age, man. It gets easier. It's really fun. I, I got just, nine and seven now. It's just so awesome. I can't wait for that. We're just kicking it all the time. <laughs> just it's like the sweet it. spot. <laughs> they don't have like a social life. Like we're just, but they're easy. They can be left alone. Like it's like really fun. It's I awesome. can't wait for that. They just came and literally gave me a high five in the garage because you were coming over and then they like went to the pool Sick and mom, I was like, I'm yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what he said. Okay. I really, I interrupt you 100 times. This, where do you think, I know you said you don't know and that's part of the concern, but where do you think social media is like heading? Like, do you see Instagram? Like, okay, I kind of think Facebook's pretty lame now. Sorry, everybody. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got back on Facebook just to promote my podcast. Yeah. But when I got it, you had to have the .edu and there were some wild things I was putting on there, like pictures. Oh, dear, help me. Like, Where'd you go to school? I went to Elon University. Okay. So I got it my senior year and it was just for people in college. Yep. I think that's when Elon became part of being allowed to be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like it was like college at a time. Like, I think you can find me doing a keg stand on there, guys. I don't know if I've ever deleted anything, but oops. Great. Yeah, good. Facebook, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, yeah. it's, it's, it, I don't know where it's going to go is the short answer. Yeah. 
But I do know that each platform has its different strengths. It, sure. Facebook. Are you still, on TikTok? I am. Oh, I hate sorry. it. Yeah. I hate TikTok. Uh, it's really confusing to me. However, I am entertained by it. Like I can see, you go, you like I look for a recipe a and then yeah. 30 minutes later, I, I'm making nothing, but I'm just like, <laughs> this looks good. <laughs> yes. These peanut butter cookies are great. Totally. And also my recipe never turns out the way I wanted to no, on TikTok, you know? No. And TikTok, like TikTok has a great algorithm. Right. And I look at it like at a very high level that most people aren't seeing or like my brain's working in a way that most people don't see. Like my wife thinks I'm just scrolling social media, but I'm not like I'm looking at like what posts are doing like at night too. We're watching freaking Outlander and yeah. we're, I'm looking through Instagram or TikTok and I'm like looking at what other influencers are doing, what posts are performing for them, thinking about how it could perform for me. But each platform has its different uh, strengths. Sure. Like, Twitter is obviously text-based, but it's going to more videos based with Elon in charge and they're getting a payments and crypto element <laughs> brought into it. So crypto, yeah, you know, I, I like, it's honestly making me feel better that you are so intelligent, intelligent and knowledgeable about the tech space. Because when I'm looking at your stuff online, I'm like, damn, he's good at this, but you actually like know what you're doing. Like, yeah, it's not you like, have to. You, I was going to ask you that. I'm like, did you YouTube how to make a sick like Instagram post? But you no. just, this is like your this is what you do. Yeah. You're just like, you figure it out, right? Yeah. You do it enough. You figure it out. You interact with people who are way smarter than you. And you just kind of ask them questions without trying to sound like too much of an idiot. But so, just like me, I'm like, how, how you do that? <laughs> no, don't worry. So, you're fine. Um, so like I said, every, every platform has its strengths. Like Twitter is going to more of that um, payments based everything. It's all going to be wild. Uh, with Twitter, like there's an app in China called WeChat, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and it's it's literally an everything app. It's 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 Facebook like the Marketplace. Chat GP three. Wait, no, that, I it don't is know. like it's uh WhatsApp. If you're using WhatsApp. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like WhatsApp chatting. Okay. But it also has Twitter and payment software sure. built into it, and crypto. All right, so we're getting rid of like the Venmo, the this, the that, and it, combine it all into like a. It could all be okay, and that's Elon's ultimate goal is to have everything all through one app, which is why he bought Twitter. And there's a Dang. whole conspiracy about it. But I like, can't. He's, he's, like I'll spiral this. <laughs> yeah, and the, like Tesla's, like there's yeah. this whole conspiracy. They're all then Tesla is losing money. Like they don't make any money on Tesla. Neither, and Amazon doesn't make any money either. Like from their forward facing player, I don't know person. anything. How do you, I, I don't know? I need to like like <laughs> watch the news more. I need to read more. <laughs> you should read something. <laughs> Busy, um, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but so he's building this whole everything app, right? And so they're going to be like the spot you go to for everything. That's why Tucker Carlson has this video platform on Twitter. Yeah. That's why they're trying to get. Um, uh, Is that where he went after he got canned? No. Yeah, he's on Twitter now. So okay. He has a Twitter show. Who knew? He posts, I mean, I figured he was going to find just the right space for I think him. He posts you know. a video a day and it's like 12 minutes long and just him doing a monologue about something. And it probably makes 10 times more money and like he's living his best right life. Right now he's not making anything. No way. He has a non compete with Fox until uh, I think February 23rd. Well, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure he's okay. He's all right. Yeah. So, um, but like Facebook, like it's great for com like small communities and groups. Like if you were to get on a mom blogger Facebook group, but that's like the do you know we planned our entire exuma vacation on this like facebook group so yeah. i'm not gonna shade yeah. it anymore facebook like it was groups, amazing yeah facebook groups are wild and we we found the coolest like free place to swim with these sea turtles it was it was just awesome yeah and the fact that people like respond when we're like hey we've never been what do we do i would never take the time to like answer someone yeah. i don't mean it in a rude way i just don't have time yeah but, but people did it but it think amazing. about your hoa facebook right like yeah. everybody's involved everybody's talking they're like hey i saw your kid jump off the top of the swimming pool 
right? This or is the, a real thing that's happening. In yeah, <laughs> it happens in my in my HOA yeah. or Facebook. The kids jump off the top of this. Uh, I, I just got wind of this. Yes. Yeah. And some people from this hood go to that hood to do such mm-hmm. fun things. Yeah. Yeah. So, wild. so Facebook groups are great. And then Twitter's thing is all wild too. But you never know where it's going to go. So you kind of have to hedge your bets like, all right, I'm just going to dedicate my and especially when you're a singular person, you don't have a team to do editing right. and and filming all the things that go into it before the video post. Um, you just kind of have to hedge your bets and say, all right, well, I'm going to try to do TikTok or I'm going to try to do Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or, or Instagram. And that's your platform. So ultimately, I would love to not just have the one platform and yeah. see what happens. But I mean... I'm busy. So, (laughs) (laughs) right. All right. I have one more question. Bring this full circle. So, what about your kids? Like, are they out there? Are there three? You putting them on a surfboard? You putting a golf club in their hand? You putting them on social media? Like, what do you think? What do you want for them? I am hesitant to put them on social media. I did see, like, you, I feel like put them on their appropriate amount, which is very rare. Like, if that makes, you know, it's just like a sweet, but I liked it. I was like, okay, this is what his wife looks like. He's got these kids. Well, it's weird because I have also have people like asking me to buy my dirty socks. Right. Oh, dear Jesus. It's, it's, I'm I would hes- probably get down with that. I, was like, I would 50, sell that. Go ahead. I, I told him 50 bucks. You want them? You can Here pay you for go. shipping too. <laughs> um, hadn't responded yet. <laughs> uh, but it's happened multiple times. You have these weirdos. You never know who's looking at your profile. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I really don't want to put my kids out Do you out have there. your own thing? And then, I don't know. I didn't deep, like, I only saw your, like, do you have like a personal account too? No. Okay. So just Blair just Wheeler. Just the one. Also, right. you're just Blair Wheeler. Like, mm-hmm. hey, go follow him, by the way. Um, I didn't, I don't think there's no numbers, no nothing. It's just Blair Wheeler. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, so you're hesitant about that, which I get that. I'm hesitant and about it's it. It's like, I feel like I want my kids to have a choice one day. If, I don't know. There was a podcast I listened to with the, um, it was a dad of these like TikTok influencers. Uh, and I can't remember their name. They, they have like, tens of millions of followers on TikTok. Wow. And he's their manager. And he made a very like intelligent point that social media in the future is going to be like the the currency, right? So for your kids that are, you said nine and seven, Mm -hmm. people are going to be able to look at their social media like their resume. So they're going to say, all right, this John, John Smith is applying to whatever. Thermo Fisher. Thermo Fisher, whoever you work for. They're applying to this big corporation. Let's see what they're doing on social media. So they're going to go to social media. They're going to see them doing whatever they're doing. If they don't have a social media, like if you met a person and you wanted to see what they're like before you became like real friends with them, you're going to go check them out on Instagram. I'm currently looking for a nanny in the fall. That's all I'm doing. Like I went and looked at... Deep diving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at these people and you're like, this person's a degenerate. I don't want them watching my kids. Right. <laughs> totally. So it's really going to be like a currency of the future. So it's kind of a balancing act of how do I help them get a leg up in that sense? Yeah. But then also, doesn't that feel sad a little bit? Them? Yeah. Like I just, I feel like the fact that, and we haven't really had these conversations yet because they don't have phones or anything, but the fact that I feel like my kids can't make a mistake or like anything they do oh, is, you know, it's really, that's one of those things I'll spiral on too. So I just try to be like, Oof, we got a few years. I kept thinking in my mind, something was going to shift the other way before my kids got there. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like a hot second away from them being there. Yeah. I listen like a lot of guys my age to Joe Rogan. Yeah. He has kids. No, I, he's great to listen to. He's, he's a great listen. He's He has kids that are anywhere from like 11 to like 20. Yeah. So he's had to 
He's watched it evolve. He's watched it evolve. He's watched it from California. He's watched it from Texas. So, and then he gets it from the the actual social media side and the di- and the marketing and the digital side of why it's important. So, I think he is a, a good person that I've listened to um, about like shed li- some wisdom on like yeah, what, like what you want to l- do or limiting screen time, but then also like having them aware of what is out there and yeah. what you should do. But it's like you're just walking a tightrope. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what your kids are going to do. And if they make a mistake and they put it on social media, then that mistake is out there. But even if they don't put it on social media, to me, it's like out there or their friend has it. And like you said, it's this currency. It's like you're going to be like in my mind, like blackmailed one day, like you're on this video, you know, 15 shotgunning this beer, driving this. Like, sorry, dude. Like you got caught. That's this whole thing about China and the CBDCs, like the central bank digital currencies. Tell me some more. I'm like feeling just like so enlightened out of oh, this. Yeah. What so, is that? I don't even know what you're talking about. So central bank digital currency okay. is this digital currency linked to you. Okay. Right. And so in China, they have this social credit score. And if you get caught going over the speed limit, your bank account, which Stop. is a, a central bank digital currency, is is linked to your social credit score. So you get dinged, run through a red light, you're docked $15 out of your bank account what? immediately. And that you have to, like everyone has this. Everybody has it. Everybody has a social credit score. Everybody has a CBDC. And that is the fear of I'm going to social just, media. Like, go upstairs and get behind this computer. And yeah. I like researching this. What? Yeah. That's the fear of social media and crypto and having it all linked and having it all linked to you. Because I mean, at some point this is your, Do it's you your have any other examples. So it's like, if you, okay. So if you're speeding, if you, I don't know, are there other if things? You do anything. You, you, uh, are late on a payment or talk poorly about the government. Like you're black. No. There was a thing I saw. I don't even know if this is true. <laughs> this, I love rumors. Let's go. I saw I it on, you're a PGA golfer. I, so. I saw it on Twitter <laughs> and it was this person who was filming, um, the, the screen in China. And it was a, you could put in your location and it would tell you if anybody around you was blacklisted on their social credit score platform. No. So in like this 15 mile radius, you could see that John Smith down the street didn't pay, didn't pay his freaking electric bill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, my mind is below. So that's, that's the fear with social media and having this whole interconnected, intertwined world. And then back to the, like the kid situation, you don't want them to not have a leg up on somebody else. So you want to put them on there and give them Like I want them to know about technology and how this works and all the things, but I also want them to like, I want to shut down right now. Yeah. And then from my standpoint, I want them to have a leg up on people if they are going to be judged on their social media in the future. I want them to give them what I've built, right? Sure. In in small part, but I'm also terrified to, and I don't want to at the same time. Man, and man. I want to make enough money to just buy a bougie house on the water and have no yeah. social media. <laughs> just black out the way. Yeah. Like everyone get out of here. A pariah. Right. Oh man. You know, I feel like a lot of us are on the same boat though. And just no one, t- it's like that middle ground. Like I, everyone just wants to live in that middle space, but nobody yeah. knows how it's, I feel like it's such extremes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I also just think like, my husband and I are pretty cool. So my kids are going to be cool. I hope that works out like that. Yeah. Through osmosis. <laughs> I, hope so. I feel the same way. <laughs> or just completely messing them up. It's one way or the other. Yeah. Blair, this is so fun. Thank you for doing this. I really, I feel like I learned a lot. I mean. We talked about no golf. <laughs> oh, did you want to <laughs> talk about that? None of, none of the golf stuff, but it was all good. I also have no idea. I thought I got really good at telling how long these were, but I have no idea. I think this is about right. I try to keep them like 45 minutes to an hour. 
Yeah, what do you think's like the sweet spot of a podcast? Rogan I, will go on, man. I like long podcasts. You do. Because I like hearing deeper conversations. And I think yeah. that's a lot of people my age that are our age, right? Where I'm, I'm in my Thanks, man. 30s. Um, <laughs> you want to hear like a deeper, meaningful conversation. Yeah. You don't want to hear just snippets because you hear, you can turn on freaking Fox News or CNN and hear just snippets of what somebody said and take it out of context. But if you have the time to listen, you can do an hour, two hour, three hour podcast where you can have a full conversation about CBDCs or. So I feel like when I started these, they were like an hour and a half long. Cause also I love to chit chat and I would get off track. Uh, shocking. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I don't know if I think it's also a lot to ask someone. And you know, this cause when you were doing your podcast and we were like, Hey, can you come yeah. over for two hours? It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, and I would do zoom too. And there's a limit on zoom. So it was like 30 minutes. Oh man. That's I, I do you know, so um Nick Bonacore was also on my podcast. He's amazing, but he has like a sports podcast. Mm-hmm. And his are so good too. And they're only 30 minutes, but I feel like he gets, but he also gets right down to it. Yeah. It's all about youth sports. And I'm so fascinated by this topic too. And now we're wild with that too. Yeah. Like, what are we doing to our kids? God bless them. I don't know. Keep them in sports. That was my mom's rule. Keep them in sports, but sports are crazy now. You just wait. Yeah. You've got like two more years. Yeah. Then you better pick a lane and get them there quickly because I mean. I've played every sport under the sun. I like, feel like last year, Triple's like, I kind of want to try football. I'm like, well, you're eight, man. Like, I, it might be too late. I then I was football. like, what am I doing? But that's, I just feel like we're so crazy with our kids now. We start them so early. I do want to expose them to things, but I just feel like I was like, you're going to be behind. Yeah. And that, then I was mad at myself and I I've, checked him myself and we started flag football. But my grandfather. Told my mom, my mom, my dad passed away when I was two. So, oh my gosh, my, can I ask how? He had pneumonia. Yeah, holy, he got moly. pneumonia and passed away like very quickly. Ugh. So, my grandfather, when I was growing up, he was like, "Have Blair play every sport. Yeah, right. Don't focus on one." And then even through high school, couldn't focus on one sport. I had to play a sport every season, regardless. I think it keeps you out of trouble. Keeps you right? out of trouble. It keeps you busy. You have to keep your grades up. Yeah. The whole deal. I have people that I know that their kids don't play sports. And those they're kids in, school, in trouble. And those kids are the hoodlums. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you keep them in sports and the coaches keep them straight and they have to keep their grades up the whole deal. So, I do think you're built, you're learning so many life skills that you can't learn anywhere else when you're learning on the field with yeah. your coach, with your teammates. Absolutely. And think how busy we are now. Like if this isn't a quick complete shock, cause we've been busy for our whole lives. So like, yeah. if, you know what I mean? If you're just kicking it, mm-hmm. I just said we we're kicking it. We're not kicking it that often. We're busy. Yeah. Yeah. Summer's awesome. <laughs> Summer's, Summer's cool. I like that advice though. You know? Yeah. And you have to think about it soon. Do your kids do, it, do they soccer or anything yet? Uh, they're going to do soccer, soccer in the so fall. So cute. They did gymnastics this year. Mass do, chaos. Three-year-olds on the soccer field. Yeah, they're going to do soccer in the fall. I'm going to get them in. I'm going to play as many sports as we can. That's awesome. Soccer, lacrosse. My wife doesn't want my son to play football. I kind of do, but then I'm worried about brain injuries too. Sure. That's my favorite sport. I'm from Western PA. It's like a culture. It's like Texas over there. You know, we're just football Steelers. people. You know, yeah. Huge fan. Love it. Um, Triple A's flag football. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, they're still like running routes and like learning the sport without, yeah. you know, we'll bashing each do, other in. We'll probably do flag football. We'll do soccer. We'll do lacrosse. And she's like, let's play lacrosse. We'll have a play lacrosse. I was like, that's worse than football. Lacrosse <laughs> is football with sticks. Like, have you seen lacrosse? Like, you talked to Kevin about his brain injuries. Right? Yeah, that kid. I've seen a video of him getting laid out. It's pretty, he I hate to say it's entertaining, but I'm like, no, because I know he's okay. I'm like, yeah. dang, dude. Um, okay. Where can we find you? How can people follow you, connect yeah. with you? Give me all the things. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. You can't be the only Blair Wheeler on TikTok too. I feel like that seems like a good strong name, I'm, but like. it's it, oh, There's a lot of female Blair Wheelers. Okay. I'm one of the only male. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I spell it without the uh, the E. So like Blair, B-L-A-I-R. Yeah. Blair yeah. Waldor- Waldorf. Waldorf. <laughs> Love that show, man. Yeah. 
Okay. So my wife jokes to people, she's and she'll be like, "Yeah, my husband's Blair, like a girl without an E." <laughs> my girl husband from Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You feel like my wife's embarrassed. I'm from oh, there. That's like, great. That made me this giggle. Awesome. Do you know I grew up vacationing there? And again, that's also the joke. I'm from Western PA, and that's yeah, what we did. I loved it so much. It was so fun. I did bumper bows for like three hours a night for a week straight when I was like eight. That's yeah. fantastic. Can't do that here. <laughs> There's no bumper to... boats at Wrightsville. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's too oh, bougie. Oh, gosh. Guys, thank you for listening, um, for staying tuned. Go check out Blair. His, um, I don't know, I only watch him on Instagram, but they're really funny. They're, you're learning something. I learned some golf stretches. <laughs> that actually made yeah. me laugh too. Go find him on TikTok and please continue to listen and support me on Spotify. It's Bright Minds with Ashmon. Um, pretty soon I'm going to be on Apple. I just keep saying that and not figuring it out, but next goal. So hold me accountable. Thanks y'all. Bye-bye.